Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan and Brendan. And this has come through, Queen. You can't drink like a vodka-based drink and then take a shot of tequila. Do you actually think it changes things? Yes. That's like a serial killer. Back, back, back again, baby. Oh my god, here we are. I do I do love that we were gifted those first three episodes of Rugged to drop while we were away in Provincetown. Mm-hmm. It was like, we're on our ultimate girls trip. They're on their ultimate girls trip. It's like very ultimate. It's very ultimate. Um, but there's a sadness about not being in P-Town right now, unfortunately. Oh my God, no. Do you have the P-Town hangover? <laughs> it really is la- like, when I got home, y'all dropped me off, thankfully, right to my door. Yeah. I got home. I like dropped my stuff. I was like, I'm going to go for a walk because we had been in the car for like so long. And yeah, then yeah, like, sure, sure. The walks just like didn't hit the same as P Town mm. walks. I was like, oh, yeah, this you're again. not like r- drowning in LGBTQs. I know, though. I'm I live in a LGBTQ area ish. Sure, but obviously we get more into our our Ultimate Girls trip in the pre-show, and you could head to Patreon for that. But speaking of Ultimate Girls trip, 
what like I've been worried. I'm sure you've been worried because Rugged Two filmed before Rugged One premiered. Hmm. And we didn't have Rugged Three on the books. But now it seems, if rumor is true, rumor has it that it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, allegedly, uh, like I think, I think we've really solidified this cast because like everyone seems to be in agreement. Everyone, and then like I'm hearing July 17th, which is a mere 10 days away as we record this podcast. Mm-hmm. And we have, we have a lot of people that were rumored to be on the cast. And now we have a full eight person cast. Right. Can I ask like, who is the source for this cast? What do you mean? Who's the source? Everyone's the source. Who's Right. But everyone is just like an internet, like crowdsourcing source it's a crowdsource yeah it's like it's like we're all like all holding hands and like coming to the conclusion okay sure i believe i believe i want to believe because like the the way this shook out was better than i was originally feeling okay okay so shake it out theme the theme was was i guess supposed to be besties Mm Hmm. okay and here I'm going to go from like maybe most bestie to least bestie. Sure. Okay. Okay. We're going to start with probably like the bestiest of the besties, Alexia and Marisol from Miami. Inspired choices. Inspired choices. And it's also like nice of them to give this to Marisol after not giving her a mojito. I know, but as we've just, like, I figured out we're now in, like, a whole new world with Housewives. Like, we're in a new space where there's not rigid rules on, like, who can be involved. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, this this cast in particular, it's not all current cast. It's not all ex-Housewives. It's a mixing mm-hmm. and a mingling. Love that for us. So I'm loving that. Uh, I think it's, like... I, I trust Marisol because like I as she once said, like who do we trust the least? <laughs> so, right. I feel like she like she knows how to act up when she needs to. Alexia, like what what we enjoyed so much about Alexia this season was more family stuff. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. like how she's gonna like fit into this. That's a really good point. I agree with you with Marisol, and I think Marisol will do more of the stuff that's like not as ever present in Rugged season two. I think Marisol will go in and talk about production more than we're getting mm. in season two, and she'll be okay. like asking, she'll be asking the questions that Brandy's been asking, but asking them in like a more coherent way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Brandy is like the biggest fan on on Rugged 2. So I think Marisol mm-hmm. like knows a lot of the girls from other cities kind of exhibits fan behavior sometimes. Yeah. And like, she's close with a lot of the New York dolls and we have some New York dolls. So that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any thoughts on Alexia? Um, yeah, a lot of thoughts. I think she's becoming kind of a fan favorite. So I think she'll bring in a lot of the audience, but I agree with you. Like a lot of the stuff that we're used to seeing, with her is about her family. So it'll be interesting to see her 
in this space. I do think that like the Miami girls are eager to make friends outside of Miami and like in the other franchises now that they're back on the mm. scene. So sure, sure, sure. I think she'll, she'll be like trying to, I don't know, like suck up to some of the other girls who are on the non Peacock franchises. Yeah. Okay. So next from, from most bestie to, to least bestie, I think it might strangely enough be Giselle and Candace. Yeah. Agreed. Especially with what we've heard about Whitney Rose and um, Heather filming. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll get to that. Um, Obviously, you know how excited I am to see Giselle on another show. Yeah, I was it. But wasn't it Karen's name being tossed around at first? Yeah, it was supposed to be Giselle and Karen, right? Yeah, which to me, listen, Karen got her moment with her show. And I think what was missing from the original rumored cast was the Brandy Glanville, was the mm-hmm. Ramona Kenya. And I think mm-hmm. Candace is that. And Candace is a fan. Candace is also a fan. Yes. She watched the yeah. show and like tweets about other like cities for sure so it'll be interesting to see and then obviously we're gonna get some drive back promo oh my god well side note i mean this is like truly a little side note potomac wrapped and the rap party was for the release of a new music video by candace and the deep space deluxe album so Yet the video that's gone viral from the rap party is them all dancing to legs and yeah. <laughs> and body yaddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like cross promo. Yeah, cross promo. I mean, with with Giselle, it it it's just kind of like yeah, of course, like like she she is for Potomac. What representation would have been on Rugged One? Right. It. I just like will be so interested to see Giselle among a new group of women and like kind of how she will be because think about it. Potomac before we went into the pandemic, they still were considered like the newbie vibes. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Remember how they like delayed Potomac at the very start of the pandemic? Cause it was like the last the last one besides Salt Lake City. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so next up, I think in bestie order would be Leah and Tinsley. And Leah was always being rumbled about for Rugged 3. And the late addition here is Ms. Mortimer. This will be interesting to see. To see... Tinsley Mortimer in this space. (laughs) Like, I just don't know what to expect at all, actually. Yeah. I, I could be dreaming this up, but weren't, didn't Leah say something like her and Tinsley were not that great anymore? Or am I dreaming this? I think you might be dreaming actually. Okay. 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 I'm just like, we haven't seen Tinsley in a second and so much has changed in the world that I'm like, I'm excited to be back with Tinsley actually, like actually really excited to be back with Tinsley. 
So what's interesting with Tinsley is she's the like the one true ex-housewife because like Leah's like half ex-housewife because I mean she was on the most recent Roni. There's no mm-hmm. Roni right now. Right. You know exactly. Yeah. Um, and I and this excites me to like welcome Tinsley back into the universe. Agreed. I. Th- I just am like waiting with bated breath and like, can Dale show up at some point? I feel like they would, they would do that. I feel like they would. (laughs) They definitely would. Yeah. Oh oh my God. Dale and Dorothy. Oh, (laughs) like, but not bunny stomping together. No, not bunny. Yeah. But just the, all we need is those two, really. I know that, that would actually be iconic. I hope that's actually in the works. Oh, I love when we like think of something and then it comes true. <laughs> <laughs> you're, so, you're such an idiot. Um, also, I'm predicting this: the cast of Rugged season three will be the next faces of um, Married to the Mob, whatever clothing line she puts out next. <gasps> oh, okay, okay, okay. I I hope so. Yeah. Okay. And this and this last dynamic duo, I was like not feeling, but then Salt Lake City rumors have me intrigued. Heather Gay yeah. and Whitney Wild Rose. Yeah. So like I thought they're too much of besties. Like it's not gonna be interesting. But now that Heather Gay is totally with Meredith and Jen Shaw and Whitney is like rumored to be in bed with Lisa Barlow, it'll <laughs> it can be so interesting. Yeah, I like I wanted Whitney and Lisa. Mm-hmm. But I do think like Heather could bring something to this. I think Heather's a good choice because she is going to walk into it, getting along with people, or at least making the attempt to like really try to get along with everybody, which is like a great quality for this kind of show. And you need somebody like that who will walk in and be like camp counselor vibes. Well, Heather Gay could, if she plays her cards right, come out of this the Eva, the diva of the cast for sure. But unfortunately though, we love Heather gay. She does not always play her cards, right? As we've seen in every reunion she's been in so far. She, she frequently like, (laughs) like, like if she's playing blackjack, she's, she'll have like a 19 and she'll say, hit me. And it's like, don't just hold it. You got (laughs) it girl. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, like, I almost want to, like, slide into her DMs and, like, try to, like, train her. I know, like, can, will you accept coaching? Exactly. Like, let's get, <laughs> let's get her on the horn with us. Like, let's do a 30-minute phone call. Like, hey, here's what you yeah. have to do. Yeah. And, like, we could check in for, like, five minutes, like, next week. Exactly. And, like, our first advice will be listen to drive back on repeat until you get on mm. the plane. Like, you better be able to lip sync for your mother. Tucking life on the plane. <laughs> and do the little move that Dan stole from Coco Montrese where you point at your mouth while mm. you're lip syncing. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, since we touched on the Potomac uh, filming wrapping up, 
we gotta talk about the fact that Salt Lake City, Heather Gay, Meredith Marks, Jen Shaw, like walking the motherfucking high line, <laughs> like as Jen is waiting for her trial to start. They're like at the vessel pointing up at it. God knows what they're saying. To me, it's very Kim G walking arm in arm with the girlfriends vibes. Like remember oh, Ron, the busted up like, sex oh. in the city. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> They were on the cover of like the like whatever big New Jersey newspaper. <laughs> I just like this this trio. Who would have ever? Who would have ever? I'm so fascinated as to how we got here. How did we get here? I have no idea. We were chatting today in the in the in the chats like. Last season on Salt Lake City, I ended kind of just like, whatever, like, mm-hmm. that was interesting, but too long. And I'm like, these girls, like, don't play this right. But what, I, what I'm what i feeling about season three, I'm, like, excited now. I know. You made a really funny comment that um, it was really nice of production to come film where Meredith actually lives. I know. It's like she finally gets to show her home. Like we got to see everyone else's home. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Okay, it is. It is beginning of July, which you know, in the pre-show we talked about how that is the start of uh, Big Brother season. But over on Bravo, we know it's the start of Summer House filming season. Yep, and. Uh, some people we know confirmed are on the chopping block gone. It's Luke, Andrea, mm-hmm. and Alex. Um, I'm sad about Andrea. Yeah, it's Andrea gave an interview with Us Weekly that was like, I chose to step back and I could kind of almost believe it. I mean... If you think about like his goals for his career, I could kind of believe it. Like, does he want to go full reality TV star when he's like in the prime where he's like still really hot, can make money modeling and like pursuing that, like appearing in music videos stuff? I didn't realize he's only 30. Wow. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so the expected cast is expected to include Lindsay Hubbard, Paige Sarbo, Kyle Cook, Amanda Batula, Carl Radke, Danielle Oliveira, Sarah Miller, and Maya Allen. Now, while we were on vacation, we had our eyes peeled on like the IGs, what's going on. And Kyle and M- Maya appeared together. Kyle mm-hmm. and Amanda were driving down together. Pa- uh, Paige is obviously there. She's like the face of Bravo. Lindsay mm-hmm. Hubbard and Carl were there. I feel like there were rumors going around that that Sierra might be a friend or might be Maine. Mm-hmm. And then for me, the big question mark is Danielle Oliveira was there in Montauk, but like, I it's like, did we ever see them in the same room? I was I had my eyes on her and Robert's Instagrams, and yeah. I was like, they seemed to be partying with like other people. So it was Danielle's brother's birthday, but it's like, uh, okay, okay, like we could celebrate that another day. Like you got a job to do, Danielle. True, but also like L- Luke was not on half of last season of Summer House and he was like sure. still considered like a main cast member, right? Yeah, but I also wanted like, 
I thought Robert earned an upgrade. Agreed, but I think his job is to yeah, like he is a big job at like the biggest most popular yeah. place in Montauk. So it's like kind of hard sure. to be a full-time cast member on this reality show. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough. Cause like from what we have here, it's a, seems like couple house. Mm-hmm. So I wonder like how we're going to add new fresh faces. Sure. But I like, I have fun with couples. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I, I don't think the audience <laughs> loves it turning into Couple House. Right, because like this show is kind of about like hookups and breakups and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at least a part of it is. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. So that is Summer House cast update. Why don't we dip a toe into Drag Race? Before we do that, I just like wanted to mention one little thing that I wanted to clear up from... This is a thing where I always get annoyed by like people just like spreading, spreading, spreading untrue stuff. Mm. So, oh yeah, 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 you remember last week there was the rumor that Leah Black is officially going to be back in Miami as a friend of oh. for season five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm here to inform you as the Radio Andy correspondent, the Jeff Lewis Live correspondent of this podcast, that Leah Black was on Jeff's pod uh, on his radio show today, and she said that was totally blown out of proportion in that. She begrudgingly filmed one scene where um, she talks about uh, Lisa's divorce with her and like walks her through it. Yeah, which I I don't think it takes a genius to realize she's not friend of like a friend of films throughout the season. They don't film exactly. one episode. Um, exactly. I hope that scene like makes it to the season, though. I know me too. I would love to see her back briefly. I mean, she was kind of like the bedrock of the show back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay. So, Drag Race. I feel like I had been down on Drag Race All-Stars, All-Winners for Mm -hmm. a little while. But this past episode, Mm -hmm. Challenge, Runway, loved both. Yeah, agreed. Um, I... When they, like, in the beginning of the episode, they introduced the guest judge, like, and it's Janiza Bravo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know who this person is. And then we were explaining right. she's the director of Zola. And then I was like, okay, I'm here. And then I, like, was impressed by, like, how engaged she was with, like, the directing of the thing. And then, like, mm-hmm. the, the commentary f- on the runway felt, like, also so like lively compared to like some of the guests like are like asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Should she replace Michelle? Uh, we could keep both. I would say. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> um, what did you think of the, the challenge Santa, Santa school for girls or whatever it is? <laughs> well, I famously love Christmas. I love Christmas in July. Um, mm, yeah, it is July. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. But sometimes for me, like sometimes these drag race acting challenges, I'm like, where, where are the jokes? We're all right, Trinity. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think also the, the other problem is, is like, we watch them film it for like 20 minutes and then we have like a 20 minute motion picture to sit through. (laughs) Right. I actually enjoy the filming more than the end result because there's more like breaking and laughing and like, 
funny moments. Yeah, I agree. Like everyone, yeah. For sure. I don't need the finished result. Like let's let's judge it based off of the 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 filming of. <laughs> Though I mean, like la- the, the regular season, that just aired season fourteen. That one acting challenge, the way they added in like the fart jokes that oh. we were just seeing at the result, that was funny, and that was like a new twist oh. on it. I was like opposite. I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, I mean, like fart jokes are such easy humor for me that mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, at least that's a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like the, the runway, even though we've been doing like a lot of basics, like basic concepts for the runway, like the, con- mm-hmm. the basic concept of knit actually was just so well executed by everyone. Yeah. And then, like, I feel like we've been on a run of lip sync songs that I don't really care about. This week being Super mm-hmm. Freak, but I'm happy mm-hmm. for everyone. Or sorry that that happened. I I liked it. I I think it was great that Raja got to like. We haven't seen Raja lip sync in a long time, and I think did we only see her sure. lip sync once on her season? So no, I think I yeah, I don't think I don't think she lip synced her season, did she? Yeah, she did. There was the iconic one with Carmen Carrero where she kisses. Oh, like one, yes, they're, yes, they're, yes, It's yes, like yes. really sensual on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was like fun to see her lip sync because she's not somebody we associate with lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I have half watched, half paid attention to the first two episodes of Southern Charm. Mm-hmm. Mainly to see our girl page and like how she is brought into the fold. Sure. But then I get like sucked into like this other stuff with these people. And like everyone kind of <laughs> looks the same. The blonde women on this show. <laughs> I actually thought the same woman was two different people at the same part. <laughs> it's like wild. And like the men are all like kind of the same general idea. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Paige is like, it's interesting like watching them interact with her because it's like, oh, like, hello, famous person that we know who you are. Right. It's also interesting seeing that she's in a relationship with that man and he's currently like the biggest conversation for drama right now because Naomi and him fucked in Vegas or whatever and they might have done more or like... When Naomi narrates, like, I forgot that they, like, they take turns narrating the opening of each episode. And Naomi's like, Craig and his girl from New York, like, da, 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 da. I'm like, all right. Right. (laughs) Didn't, didn't it at one point, the narrator used to just be one woman and then she left. Yeah. Yeah. She's RIP. Not real in life, but like. Cameron. Yeah. And that's who they were fighting about. Naomi and, and, uh, Catherine, because. Naomi's like, you tried to ruin her life. Oh. Because, like, Catherine was the one, like, spreading the rumors about her husband cheating. Oh, Catherine is bad energy (laughs) to me. I, like, it's actually a good comparison in, like, terms of the fright is, like, when Dorinda's starting. Yeah, there's just something about her that I don't enjoy. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, yeah. it's interesting seeing Paige like take over Bravo in this way, and I hope it continues. Mm. Yeah. Let, let her let her host Watch Robins Live. Yeah. I mean, I'm like so I, I'm so curious, like, what check does Paige get for this? What check does Craig get for Summer House? Right. We really need to get into the finances. We need like I mean, we won't yeah, know until we need I to leave, see the because it's so Yeah. <laughs> And are they paid through Bravo or are they paid through the production company or both? I don't think, hmm, I don't think production pays. I think it's Bravo that pays. Bravo sets the budget, maybe? I don't know how this works. I don't know. That's too confusing for me. Yeah. I need to see the ledgers. (laughs) Um, Let's see the ledgers. Okay. Go to Roa. And this is like from, at this point, almost two weeks ago. But it's, it's new to me because I watched it last night. <laughs> right, because we've been on vacation. Remember that. Yeah, so remember that. But like, I think this episode is actually worth touching down on because a lot's going on. For sure. I, I feel like we are finally hitting our stride in a big way. And it feels like we've got like newbies who are like really coming to their own. We've got new friends of in the mix. And like, I, I love it. Yeah. Manyata is finally here. Um, that scene of Sheree and Marlo in the sauna with candy, like angrily sitting outside. of it. Oh my God. It's just like, sometimes Atlanta gives like random iconography like this, that it's yeah. just like, it's just so fun and funny. Yeah. Um, the Smalls from 10 years ago. I know. Like, we were the Smalls. We were the Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even that check was on the- me. Although I, I do see Candy's POV of like, I am not going to like bring something up to you unless you bring it up to me. Like, like you may not want to, you might not want to be talking about this. Totally. 1000%. And I actually found myself in that kind of situation. Actually the oh. day after we got back from P town, I ran into somebody who I knew something about and I waited for her to bring it up at night because I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah. So there you go. Your team candy. Yeah. The Sanya and Ross stuff is like depressing me it's giving stanberry oh my god <laughs> i actually cannot <laughs> wait to talk about that but yes it's it is it is giving stanberry <laughs> oh my god um and then like we, we kind of cap the episode with like a, a lot of people giving sergio oh yes 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 <laughs> Okay, Amanetta is finally here. I feel like that, like it's interesting that we're kind of getting like Cherie is finally here, Manetta is mm-hmm. finally here, like people we've been waiting for bated bre- with braided breath for. And it feels like Manetta being here is like she's like fully here. She's fully in the mix now. Oh yeah, she understands like oh like I'm here. I'm filming a scene. Like I'm not just like a little wallflower. We're make we're doing candles, and I know I need to be a part of the convo. Mm, yes of course of course like and then taking that convo to the next scene exactly 
I mean, okay. following Candy and Todd out at the Drop It Like Drew event to make sure they're okay. Like that's how you do friend of. That's how you. That's how you friend. <laughs> um, okay. Drop it with Drew. The comedy of uh, it's like it's like the comedy of the women talking about it, but then I also feel bad for Drew. But it's also like the comedy of the editors showing us like three three days ago or whatever three weeks ago this space looks completely different. Oh, it was definitely three days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, rude for us to be showing everybody's weight. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, Shouldn't we I move beyond love... that as a society? Yeah. I do love Sheree wearing prototypes. Oh, I mean, I I love it. It makes it's it sound giving... like like these are experiments. Like these are like we we, we don't have like True. a trademark. We have like a scientific patent on them. I love when people wear their own merch. It's like you um, in P-Town a few years ago wearing Come Through Queen oh merch. Oh, my God. H- hello. If you can't love yourself, <laughs> how are you going to love somebody else? <laughs> um, <laughs> there were so many times in P-Town where you, like, someone would start to promote the podcast on behalf of me. And I kept on being like, stop, please stop, please stop. I don't want to talk to this stranger about my <laughs> podcast. I'm like, the, I'm the opposite of loving myself, apparently. Um, you know what? Sometimes you feel a street team moment. Not all the time. I rarely do. Okay. I will never say no. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm like, I'm trying to connect with this person on like a personal level. I'm not trying to like get them to hit subscribe the moment I meet them. I'm grabbing phones. I'm rating five stars. <laughs> I'm liking. I'm commenting. Like we are doing engagement. <laughs> well, maybe that explains why I'm d- in the DMs with my like new friends from P Town, and you're uh, there. Okay, Kenya at Barlow getting crazy at Dropper with Drew. I'm like, how did we get here? The thing is, like, it always escalates so fast. And then, like, the parts I remember are, like, the deepest, darkest parts, you know? Yeah, well, we go... So, like, they're starting to get in each other's faces. Like, Marlo's, like, walking towards Kenya. And Kenya's doing the thing, like, get out of my face and putting her hand up. And then we, like, go to commercial amid that. And, like, if it was in Beverly Hills, we would be going to a new episode. But we still have another segment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they, like, show a hand clutching Kenya's wrist, who I think, yeah, I think we're supposed to think it's Marlo going into commercial, but it Mm -hmm. was, like, someone else who was just trying to separate them. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't want it to, like... I never wanted to get too far with these girls because then, like, we have a Kenya not filming with people situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then we have, like, Ralph is talking to Sanya, like, at the beginning of Drop It With True, being like, oh, like, you have more children. And Which, like, what else would we expect for Ralph? And then Drew at the end is like, uh, Sanya, like, 
I did this for Ralph. Like, this is what you got to do. You got to have a kid. Like, if you want your marriage, like, it's, do your job. To me, it's like, why are we going to this couple for, like, advice when this oh, couple, since we start, like, started seeing them on TV, has been, like, the most tumultuous, weird, like, relationship that we've seen on this show in years? Yeah. These are not, like, the people to get advice from. Right. Okay, I think that's Roa. Shall we do Beverly Hills? Let's do it. Beverly friggin' Hills. Who would have known? Not me. <sighs> wow. Um. I mean, we'll get to it, but I don't think I've ever been mad in the way I was mad watching some of these scenes. I am still so angry about the Erica yelling at Jack's thing. Like, and the clip with the fucking Umanskis afterwards. Like, yeah, still yeah. so angry. Because if I mean, it was so, anyone... There's so many parts to be angry about. And like, the mo- the first most obvious thing that comes to mind is obviously Erica freaking out on Eileen years ago for just a mere mention of her son nothing negative nothing positive just a mere mention and she like had a fucking aneurysm and that that's like erica's grown adult son a grown adult cop son <laughs> yes correct um so there's that there's like erica like i i guess also maybe i didn't see the part with oliver I thought I thought when everyone was talking about like Eric and Oliver, it was earlier in the night when she was being flirty with her with him. But then it's the this scene that aired this week where it's like you are like if anyone did this with someone else's child, grown or not, mm-hmm. it'd be so crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the Jacks thing. Yeah, and I mean, the Oliver thing, it's like he fully has somebody who he's with, and she's like, have her... She uses the term baby mama, which is like... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) fucked. It's like, come on, Eric. Like, what the fuck? And like, have her slide into my DMs if she's into it. It's like, leave this guy alone. Like, fucking freak. Um, And... I am I am a Dorit lover in general, but she was such a loser in this. Oh, such sit, a loser. Just sitting there, afraid to like do anything other than like maybe cover Erica's mouth or something. Especially when and she's not even covering Erica's mouth, but like especially when people like this group of women always complain that like Garcelle does so much like work in her confessionals. Mm -hmm. So like this was classic, like, like Dorit was covering her ass in her confessionals, but had nothing to do in the moment. I was grateful that Crystal was there, at least a normal woman who was like, don't listen to these people. And like, brought Jack. She's like, let me get you out of here. Yeah. 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 Um, and then like, we learn that really Garcelle didn't understand the extent of it until she saw this, these clips in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's bad. And, and then like, if you think about it, if you oh. think about it, 
Garcelle was just partying with Dorit and Andy Cohen in the south of France, like last week. Oh, yeah, I thought about that. I did think about yeah. that. Yeah. I wonder how she feels about that. Yep. Um, and while that's going on, we end last week's episode with like the you need a new villain, here I am, Sutton Diana moment. Mm-hmm. And then I I kind of like thought like, oh, like how much more could there really be? There's a lot of that. There's a lot more. <laughs> There's a lot more. Like, I, I don't I, like, I, I could, I understand the perspective of being like, maybe some people get annoyed when like you are talking about something and someone will bring up something in their life. And like, you could think like, are you trying to one up me? But I think right. I take that. Uh, maybe I take that. Uh, I take like the Sutton perspective of like, I'm trying to like show like I, how I could maybe understand Mm -hmm. a touch of what you are talking about due to this life experience. Yeah. I think a lot of people would agree with that. And I feel like that the same here, I think like as human beings, everything's personal and you try to find your, uh, you're the way you're sa- the same way as people you're trying to connect with, like in that common type ground, of thing. common yeah. ground. So like with this example, I'm like all there. I could see it being a little disconnected the previous time this happened when um, Diana was talking about her oh, brother sure. and Sutton brought up the dad. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't apples to apples, but still it's like, I think that's just Sutton. Like, just trying to connect. Like I've been yes. through like this, this grief in this personal way, this sudden way. Yeah. And I don't think that's bad, but like Kyle was a fucking monster in this scene. Like, well, I mean, just- Kyle, Kyle, like questioning whether Sutton had miscarriages because Sutton never mentioned it before. Like, it's a, do people it's normally a- like walk into a room and say, hello, I'm Sutton. I've had two miscarriages. Like what? are you talking about that it that's not how that comes up also just like her like physically like kind of mm. throwing Sutton around on that couch was like oh a lot yeah 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 <laughs> it's just a lot of crazy things are happening right now i think part of it is the housewives of Beverly Hills are really drinking for the first time. Yeah. And, and like they're all these things are happening partially because like we've never seen these women that drunk a lot. And a lot of this is happening when Lisa Renna's not in the room. Mm-hmm. And like what like okay the stuff that happens with Rena later in the episode feels so different from what is happening at this party in terms of like mm-hmm. Rena's trying to like f- produce a scene and like she's being a loser mm-hmm. like the party like it's people off the rails yeah yeah well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i mean that's the party 
Uh, it's. I feel like we've had 25 Kyle Sutton sit-downs this season. I know. And it's like, are these women friends? <laughs> but But I think, like, Kyle likes Sutton, though. Yeah. You know where we were, right? Where? In this scene, I'm pretty sure we were at the restaurant where we had the Brett Kavanaugh fight. <gasps> Eating big bowls of pasta and risotto? Yeah, because we were upstairs and like oh. the background was the same. And it's like one of Kyle's favorite spaces. And if you remember that episode, Lois was there, but also they ran into Kim that night sitting and, downstairs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Huh. I mean, Sutton for like, as everyone, as, as much as everyone in the cast says, she's like, oh, she's so, so like weak and like a mess and blah, 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 blah. Like she kind of really like held her own with Kyle and then like was able to jump back into it with her. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, her hugging that wine bottle was oh, a like lot Oh, the though. wine bucket. No, the <laughs> yeah. wine, I thought the wine bucket was like iconography. That was like a woman doing her job. Sure. Yes. Yes. The ninth or the 11th cast member in this case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it's like Thanksgiving, get on your feet. And for some reason we're including Teddy Joe in the Thanksgiving at home montage where husband to the show, Alex pointed out that this was actually a Friendsgiving and not day of Thanksgiving with Teddy Joe. Wow. Well, you got to be thankful for your friends. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I loved Crystal and Garcelle hanging out on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Love that. Teaching their kids what's that right. That was cute. That was cute. Yeah. If they don't um, come together in a real way, I'm sorry. Like, please, after this season, like, just like, let's go, girls. <laughs> let's get them, girls. <laughs> uh, Okay, uh, we touched on it, but the Umansky kemsley summit, like, it was very much trying to recreate the, like, Tom Girardi driving off the cliff, but no, like, mm -hmm. no, don't, don't give him any, <laughs> don't give him any brain surgery, like, <laughs> um, and flopped horribly. Exactly, because what you're talking about is a 14-year-old kid who got yelled at by a drunk woman, like, like what? And you're on the drunk woman's defense because she's finally letting loose. And it's like, are, are you like, look at the history of the show. And like, let's look about like, like how um, substances and like medications have been talked about. And like, this is yeah. your, this is your narrative right now. Yeah. It's weird. But even, even like Mauricio and PK who have nothing to do with anything, like, making the worst choices possible. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So despite all, despite all these women, like abusing Sutton, she's going to host them at her house for her house. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, if you think about this entire like season and like, she has so many kind of enemies yet. She's happy to host. Yeah. Well, she's got her little assistant who I'm I'm like loving seeing around. Oh yeah, they're do cute. They are cute. Um 
Garcelle, I'm loving that, like, Garcelle has Cherie now. I know. Cherie already, just like the small things we've seen from her, knows the assignment, I think. The, th- the thing is, like, Garcelle, sure, she has Sutton, but Sutton's not a great, like, ally in the moment. Right. Sutton, like, you know, is always stepping in something. Yeah. Mud in this, in this episode. <laughs> but, in this episode, mud. Yeah. But Cherie's like, she's like, let's go show them. <laughs> <laughs> like when they were cheersing before they got to the house. I love that. I love that. And I was like disappointed how much we had of this episode that was like teasing a Garcelle Erica conversation, but that seems to be more next week. And like, yeah, that pissed me off. I was like waiting, 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 waiting for it. Cause they were like dancing around each other. Exactly. And like Erica was doing this thing where like, it's the guilty thing where when somebody knows they did bad, they try to overcompensate to the person that they Mm. feel guilty about it. So she was doing a lot of like, puppetry of the fine arts around Garcelle where she was like, I'm only going to have one drink tonight. Like in like that kind of thing. It was embarrassing. And those flashbacks of like the flashback of Erica and, and Crystal, like Erica learning that he's 14 and not 16. Erica driving to the, the event, clearly nervous. Erica, trying to switch the narrative on like what actually happened as if she was like mm. joking around with Jax in that moment or something like yeah. that. When yeah, no, yeah. he came over to get his mom flowers and you yelled at him for like whatever weird reason right after you were like, like hitting on his brother. Yeah. And to be continued. Always. Okay. Here we are. Um, I gotta say this week's episode of Dubai had me more engaged in an episode than I have been all season. Yeah. I think we're finally like getting into the cracks and I feel like there's like some interesting stuff happening. I'm Mm. so fascinated that now we're learning more and more about the upcoming Stanberry nuptials, but we'll get to that because that's more at the end. Yeah, but I, I feel like um, Caroline Brooks is trying. She's trying, and she's trying with Phaedra. It's like let's call in the the backup. Int- Phaedra is so interesting to watch on Dubai compared to um, Girls Trip because, like Dubai, she was like pretty subdued in a lot of ways. Yeah, but also she's a little subdued in Girls Trip. It's like uh, the we didn't get a Phaedra confessional in Dubai. That's yeah. like the missing piece. I think she just like kind of like has figured out her place a little more on um, Girls Trip. And in Dubai, I think she's a little like confused as like, who are these women? Yeah. And I was trying to do the math. I'm, I'm like 99.9% certain. No, I'm 100% certain. Rugged was filmed before Dubai, which I think is interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but Phaedra was fun to see. 
it's just like interesting watching two hours of Phaedra in 2022 in one week. I know who, who knew we would be back here with her. (laughs) Yeah. I do got to say, I do wish she had gone to Ayan's birthday dinner rather than the indoor ski trip. Agreed. We didn't need an activity here with Phaedra. We needed like, just like classic sit down dinner vibes. And I mean, Ayan's the show. I think Elise is a big part of the show. I think Caroline Stanberry is now a big part of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed visiting Sarah's family with Nina, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. not, but it's, that feels more like the first few episodes where I'm just like, okay, like, sure. The thing is, I, I really like them both. And I really like Nina. There's something about Nina I like really am attracted to in a lot of levels, but we need to have them be more a part of like what's going on. Nina woke up during the dinner. I want to say, yeah, for sure. Sarah's asleep when we're in a group setting. I think that's like pretty privileged. It's like when you're that beautiful, you can just be asleep. Yeah, yeah you like, don't have to have like you don't have to have like jokes. But Ayan coming into the Stanberry home, willing to just, let's go, girls. Let's go, girls. No gift. No uh, no pot of anything. No goat. Nothing. Nothing. Um, which was uh, intentional, as we learned. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, the interesting thing about their conversation was learning more about who they are as people and like how they operate and like like Ion is like a family girl mm. and that's like what she cares about the most and Stanberry is not and she admits like because of her upbringing being in boarding school from whatever year to whatever year like I I don't think this was as touched on as heavily in Ladies of London like I don't think they really brought up like what that means and like how that can like really fuck up a person and like how they view family. But it's like so interesting to me how that shapes Stanberry. And she's like pretty comfortable living in that truth. And she's not wanting to change that, but she knows that that's why she is the way she is. Does that make sense? I mean, this was like, this was two parts. It was both when Ion visited and then the Ion's birthday dinner. Sure. So, so I guess like we kind of have to lump it together, but like Caroline, like shit the bed at dinner. Yeah. In my, in my eyes. Like she comes off looking really bad, but it's also like, to me, I'm like, what conversations are her and Sergio having at home where they're on totally different planes and like, Things of thinking. I, I gotta say, perhaps one of the biggest losers of our time. Sergio, like sitting in the backyard when Ayan comes to visit. Sergio coming to the indoor ski trip. Sergio mm-hmm. at this dinner, like with that that grin on his face. <laughs> like he just wants to be famous. 
That must be it. And I mean, like, I, he was famous already in, like, the little sports world, right? Oh, really? Okay. Okay. He was like a, I think he was like a um, a football soccer player, player, soccer player. Oh, yeah. football. Oh, yeah, football. They call it football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the ski, the ski event was really over, 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 overdoing it for me. Yeah. Also, like, indoor skiing. I know they have mm. it here in the Tri-State area, too, but it's like, just go find a mountain. Go find Sometimes a, well, you don't I need don't to ski could, like, in the middle of a mall. I don't think they're going to, like, easily find a ski mountain in Dubai, but... Um, well, no, not. no, but, like, they're all rich, so, like, go go away. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what... That was Caroline Sandberg's point. It's like, I go to Justad, like, Smokey Eye Updo. Ski. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ayan skipping barefoot in the mall. That is art. Can I say her shoes before mm. she took them off? Amazing yeah. shoes. And yeah. then she skipped On barefoot. And then they went the and sat, sat in one of those like spaces in malls, which I love. It's like mm. you're at a restaurant. You're in the middle of a mall, mm. but like you're quote unquote outside in the middle of the mall, but you're inside, mm. you know, mm. do you know what I'm talking about? Like you're yeah, eating like alfresco half up, half inside of an indoor mall. Sure. Okay. Yeah. There's like a plant behind there, you. There's like an escalator right there. <laughs> there's there's just so much going on. I, I do think Lisa bet on the right horse, <laughs> like in terms of like, like, her being like buddy buddy with Ayan, mm-hmm. because I think that's like bringing out even more from Lisa. Yeah, agreed. And like, I think it's like for some reason now Lisa and Stanberry are the enemies, which is interesting because yeah. like they started as friends. I, I mean, like everyone started as coworkers, so let's don't sure. forget yes, that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that din that dinner, that dinner, that dinner, it, like to me, that dinner is like an important dinner in Housewives history. Am I being crazy? Go on, go on, go on. No, because everyone like, was wearing orange. I was, I was just riveted, just like the the dichotomy of like Ion walking in arm in arm with her son. Like the, reading the fortune cookies, the speech from the sun, the this, the that, ba 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 ba. Can I say? Yes. Ion is a good mother. Wonderful mother. It's like forget that YouTube video, Kyle Richards, wonderful mother. It should be <laughs> Chanel Ion, wonderful mother. <laughs> yeah, don't bring Kyle into this in this moment on this week. I mean, yeah, I, let's like, not taint this moment. <laughs> Like, the speech the son gave, like, that was so nice and sweet. And, like, you could just tell that she's, like, a good mom. Oh, my God. Especially, like, after everything she has been through in her own childhood. Okay, so with Chanel, at the beginning of the season, you expect her to be, like, only the, like, pomp and circumstance of, like, housewivesery. Like, the, the sure. looks, like, the... The showing up at parties with the, like the like 
grandeur, that kind of stuff. But like now that I see that she's got like she's a good mom and she's got a good heart, I'm like, wow, she's up. She's up there. Like she's like entering the housewives canon mm, as like Pantheon. potentially one of the greats. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I forgot about this when they were at the mall. When she talks about wanting Caroline Stanberry to be a coincidence friend, I was <laughs> being my pants. <laughs> and Lisa being like, wait, do you mean acquaintance? And she's like, yeah, a coincidence friend. Like, we see each other. It's a coincidence. <laughs> I am going to, like, use coincidence friend in my life now. I love that. Um, I do want to point out, it felt like Stanberry, who's nice to nobody was like slightly nice to Phaedra just because she has respect for Phaedra being a housewife before she became a housewife. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She like recognizes that this person was on Bravo before me, before I even joined the yeah. ladies. Yeah. Okay. Some things that Sam Barry said at the dinner. She won't sit with the family at the wedding. Uh, she mm-hmm. didn't want to get married. It was not my dream to get married. Um, she, when she... If she is forced to give birth by Sergio, she will take the baby and hand it to him and then never look at the baby again. (laughs) It's like, it's bad. It's bad. But I will say it is all, I can see where it's stemming from. It's stemming from her being carted off to boarding school when she was a kid and like her family never looked back except for two times a year. Yeah. So then like if that happened, like why are you doing any of this? I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Cause it seems like despite the boring school of it all and the bad relationship with her family, that the money does seem to be a large chunk from her. For sure. So she's not necessarily marrying him for money. No, not at all. But I think it's probably like weird rich people things like appearances and like you want to be married so that you're not like an old hag. Like she started her podcast was called Divorced Not Dead, which like makes me think she has like these complexes about what being divorced means and like how the world views her because she's divorced. And I think it's all comes down from like her fucked up rich family who passed down these like weird, like super traditional, like British beliefs that like nothing's more important than money and power and appearances. Mm. I don't know. Um, I just, no, it's just like truly the dichotomy, the di- dichotomy. And then like Nina kind of like refereeing the fight and Caroline being like, no, like I don't give a fuck. Like f- fuck my, and, and the, the humor of it all is that like, they are actually already ma- married. Like we're just doing the dog, the dog and pony show. So it's not even like he can be like, oh fuck. <laughs> right. What am, what am I doing? <laughs> I will say, I think Nina could actually probably successfully hosts like a cable news show like a crossfire-esque mm. show where she's like playing oh, moderator yeah. based let's on get those, her on the yeah. view let's get her on um okay rugged 
has when we were watching has. season one when we were watching season one i was like tv doesn't get better than this mm. little did i know T- tv gets better and weirder and scarier and i cannot believe every time i'm watching a new episode of rugged i'm thinking back to the trailer for this season where we were kind of mm. like what's going on here and i'm like they left so many moments out and thank god they Good. did because there's a surprise at every corner it's like a haunted house i, I mean this is luigi's mansion so yeah get that out of the way but picking up in the fucking little confessional room Dorinda, it's like, I know some listeners of this podcast really don't like Dorinda. And I think I'm finally, I'm finally with you. (laughs) Me too. Jeez. Oh my God. Can you be meaner and nastier? Like, and why? What's the point? So like, so, okay, uh, here's a discussion topic. It's like, Brandy says some shitty, shitty things, but, but like when she does it, it more feels like she just like throws a little bomb and then like runs away. Whereas when Dorinda does it, she is relentless. She is making you feel like you're the one who did something wrong when like, she is like killing you. Yeah, that's a good point about Brandy because Brandy's also like not great, but there there's also like parts of Brandy when like she can be vulnerable. Yeah, she can. She'll be like whether you like her or not, she'll be funny. Like, and she's got other qualities that Dorinda's just like lacking. Dorinda thinks that she's vulnerable. She thinks she's funny, but she's like a. The only people in Dorinda's life are yes people. She has nobody to tell her no. So she's on this like constant loop that's never going to end until somebody puts a stop on it. And I think actually Jill is the first person who kind of like, oh, put her in her place, not put her in her place, but like mentioned it all tonight a little bit, at least. Jill's got her number. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Oh, and you know what? We even got a taste of that when Dorinda was on Watch Heavens Live, where like Dorinda mm-hmm. was going to say something and she caught that like Andy was like, not going to like the answer. Yeah. You remember that? Do you explain it to me exactly? Because I don't know if I even watched that episode. I only watched clips. Oh, maybe you, you know, it was, it was like Dorinda and Phaedra. And like, I don't even remember the exact question, but I just remember the feeling of like, Dorinda was about to say something nasty. It was nasty. And Mm -hmm. Dorinda said something like, oh, Andy, I know you're not going to like this. As if like maybe Andy has like gently said some things to her. Yeah. I also think like, I think that Andy might regret that he gave her radio show back. Oh, interesting. Have you tried to listen? Oh, I guess you don't have serious. I tried to listen. No, no, no. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's not Uh, great. uh, Okay, in that little confessional room where uh, we go from Jill wanting to lay on the bed and watch Eva do her radio show to Dorinda Mm -hmm. saying, yeah, you were dating Gary two weeks after Bobby's funeral. It's like, you are 
wild. And I actually remember Jill talking about the fact that Bobby was like, I want you to like live your life. I'm sure she like, he was sick. And like, at that point he, she was her, his caretaker. Like, I don't think he gave a fuck about like where Jill is going to go on. And maybe like, maybe you'd need to, to do that too, Dorinda, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, I think, I think Jill has found a partner in Gary in the way that Dorinda never found a partner in John after Richard died. Like, I think Jill has found like somebody who's like actually super reliable, super in her life. Like she can bring around Allie. Like they have a real partnership. Whereas Dorinda only had John who everyone in Dorinda's life seemed to reject John. Well, fame went to his head as we learned. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. I just like felt so bad for Jill because I thought she was being kind of innocent and like, I think she was like trying to gas Eva up by being like, let me sit in your, in the room while you record the radio show. And like, maybe they'll film it more because there's two of us in here and like that kind of thing. And it just got so blown out of proportion. And I don't know if you noticed this, but like so much of what Dorinda talks about is like very veiled comments about like the work she puts into filming the show and like, Mm -hmm. which is showing how much she overthinks doing all this. Yeah. I think she like wants to be like, she wants to have like, taglines and like things ready and it's like no like people just want to watch like somebody being normal like somebody like existing in a space i think like she missed the mark totally with the show and this was her chance like they put this in her lap exactly they were like dorinda prove prove to us why you should be back on and the fact that she's hosting like that's your, you don't even have to do anything else. You're hosting. You're like, all right, girls, like girls, let's do this. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Vicky's being crazy. This, that right. Brandy. Oh my God. Brandy. No. Like Brandy. What if your, what if your son died? <laughs> Jesus uh, it's Christ. It's like so psycho. Uh, oh my God. I don't. And, and it is really interesting. Cause we haven't, when Jill was around, the drinking wasn't like this. Mm-hmm. Not and, at all. And it's watching it's watching it's interesting watching jill in this go around not drinking and like reacting to all of us and sussing it out yeah and i like, i just felt bad for her just in general from the jump because like i feel like from in general people have been like kind of disrespect her since she walked into the house mm. but i do think that this episode this episode's kind of a sea change where like she's becoming the voice of reason in a lot of ways and then like even at the red lion inn when she and phaedra are the ones like kind of like going after brandy each time mm. that brandy walked off i think it's like a good look on her and she's staying silent when she needs to be and then she's also like diffusing the situation because she knows she cannot go up against like Dorinda at her very worst. So she's yeah. doing the apologizer thing, which like I kind of do sometimes in situations mm-hmm. when there's like drama and I'll just apologize so we can like move the fuck on and like, like just have a good time. But well, like, she, like made being... out, she made out with Dorinda. At the I know. Red Lion. <laughs> but like Dorinda's being so nasty or like, she was like, 
you ruined our whole night last night because like you were crying over like whatever. And I'm like, no, you ruined the night. I I mean, I love when like, I don't even remember who she said it to, but when Dorinda was like, you're the, you're the problem. And then like, like the person was like, no, it's you. And then there was like the flashback of like Dorinda fighting with everybody. Every single day. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I did. It's like Dorinda's starting to make Vicky look good at this point. Oh yeah. I mean, Vicky, like ever since she got her steroid shot, she's like, (laughs) 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 she's doing well now. Uh, I know it was, it was a, it was a pleasant shock to hear Jill talking to like a very normal sounding Gloria. Yeah. I mean, like Gloria's got to be up there at this point. Must be 90. I, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, Gloria's like, call me tomorrow. I want to hear what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so, she, gl- I'm so glad they, they included. Um, I'm not happy. I'm not smiling. happy. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. I miss Gloria. Yeah. Uh, okay. So also the, the nasty Dorinda part was like that. I was work like, you might not remember this because this was eight years ago, but I was working. So like I da 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 da. And then I love when, when Dorinda was like, oh, I wasn't drinking at that party. And then they, oh. we showed fo- world <laughs> footage. That was like the worst party of, in like in Housewives history too. It was like, oh, that was like the downfall. Yeah. I, I just like, how does Dorinda, how do you not watch and learn? Does she think she's coming across as a good person? I well, on Watch Robin's Live, like she doesn't she had no regrets, really. Psychotic. Okay, I don't Taylor. Know. Let's get off to and focus on other things. Taylor, 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 Taylor. Well, so Taylor I've been rooting for this entire time, and I I I think she thought she was coming from a good place with what she did at the dinner but it was like you have had too many too many martinis you think she was what what good place was that i don't i think she's like she still has some like access to grind with brandy and is like thinking like maybe adrian maloof will talk to me again if i fight this fight but but if brandy says like adrian and i are actually friends and we talk now like that should be the point where you're like Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess right. I guess she doesn't give a shit. So like why should I be like nailing you to the cross for this? Right, but you've got to think about this. Like Taylor was like almost at the level of Dorinda at yeah. that point. Well, she's all well, it's also like this is the Delta work. Pick me. No, pick me, Andy. Pick me. You gotta make <laughs> a point. Like, but the thing like, is all, like they're all lip syncing for their life. But none of these people know that, like, we'll pick them if they're acting normal. Like, the things I've liked so far about Taylor were, like, her bonding with Eva this season. So, like, I'll pick you for that, not for, like, this this behavior. Yeah. Um, I loved eating in the alleyway. Talking about love. Brooks. Oh, my God. Brooks. (sighs) I mean, this is, like... I know Brandy's like Brandy is problematic, but like I love her in this kind of space. Just like calling Brooks ugly. <laughs> oh, she's, she's like, oh my god! Like, 
I mean, Brooke's terrible human, but like of the men that Vicky has dated, probably the most attractive of the bunch. No, you're no. wrong. No, oh, way okay. wrong. I mean, like uh, even Steve Lodge is more attractive. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay. And then there's huh. Don, and like Don's heart of gold, like makes him shine from within. Yeah, well, that's like inner beauty. Yeah, but it's still beauty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am glad that we did. We we were begging for Eva footage recording the the radio show. I know, which was interesting. They used a clip from a Monday, but it was yeah. like I don't think it was a Monday when they used that really? clip. Okay, did they, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. It would make sense because I think that the show's Monday through through Friday. And if it was the prior days were Saturday and Sunday, like she would not have been doing it. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, The Red Lion Inn. Let's go. I want to go. I was looking up um, rooms. 309. Oh, which... you can stay there? It's an inn. Well, I mean, the Stonewall Inn is an inn, but where am I sleeping there? Like, there's nowhere to sleep. It's, but like that's one in that doesn't have rooms. <laughs> right, how how, how most much are the inns, rooms? How much like are the three hundred a night? Which like for for what for know. for two queens coming through? I didn't I didn't click in that far. <laughs> okay okay. I mean I I wanna like get the blue cheese dressing. Jk doesn't exist. Jk I'm allergic to cheese. Um, and I want to just like hang at the bar with Brandy and, and Phaedra. Okay. Me too. The, 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 the <laughs> Phaedra's saying. Oh wait, prices <laughs> went down since I looked earlier. Wait. Oh, okay. How much are they? Two forty-two. I looked like an hour ago, and they were three hundred six. Oh, because probably like the the rush after Rugged premiere. <laughs> True. <laughs> um. Phaedra saying that lady could be your mama. And like, I had seen the clip earlier in the day and like laughed and like laughed and laughed and laughed. I watched it with Alex and he had not seen the clip. He was screaming laughing as we watched it's, this. It's really fucking funny. And then I saw you tried to deflate the scene on Twitter by posting something. Well, you know me. I like, I'm looking up everyone's age. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like... She said, like, five years older than me, I think. And, like, what, Dorinda's, like, seven years older than her? Eight. Eight. Yeah. That's, like, five. It's knocking on a decade's door. But it's knocking on five's door also, if you round down. Sure, it's it's got one hand on each door. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, that's rugged. I I feel like crazy after watching it. I like, I don't want it to end. Mm. Where are we? We have two more episodes, I think. That's sad to me. Now, Vicky I wish we were getting a reunion. <laughs> I know. Vicky being so miserable. <laughs> it's like, isn't your biggest like wish to be back on TV? And like, you're, I know. you have so much misery, like when they actually put a camera up in front of you. Okay. Quickly rank. Who is like doing the best job of getting back onto their show? 
even from Phaedra. best to worst. Okay, okay, okay. Eva, Phaedra, Tamra. Oh, yeah. I think Jill, actually. Okay. Um, I think Taylor is auditioning for OC. Oh, I think I, I think Brandy's doing better than Taylor. But not Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is in such a different place. Like, mm, you can't okay. add her. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. We've got a fire. Like, there's like 10 girls there right now. Um, but I would put Brandy under <laughs> Taylor. Um, but Taylor's going to another show, not her original show. Um, sure. Then who do we have left? Vicky. Uh, then Vicky. Then Dorinda. I'm sorry, Dorinda. You yeah. you think. And the funny thing is, Dorinda thinks she's the clearest one to go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm with you, except I would switch Brandy and Taylor. It's like, I don't know. It's like, OC is already loser vibes. Like, do we need another loser in the bunch? Throw a loser in. Okay. Throw, in, throw, throw another loser into the bunch. <laughs> okay. Uh, our Freak of the Week and One True Queen are rugged season two themed this week. They are, yeah. Our Freak of the Week is Brandy Glanville for her new single, Life of a Housewife. I listened to it once. <laughs> I I will listen to any Housewife single, project, Thor commercial, this mm-hmm. or that. I could not even make it through this song. It is like, we need to say that it's bad. It's bad. I mean... In a couple weeks, are we going to be saying it's no. art? Maybe. No. Maybe. We won't. Art is subjective. I took my first college course was called What is Art? 8 a.m. Mm. My first and, day in college. And I think you could go back now 15 years later and say it is Brandy Glanville's Life of Alice. <laughs> <laughs> like, like bust through the door. And tell, teacher, teacher, I got the teacher. answer. <laughs> I finally found it. <laughs> I found it. No, I mean we uh, we we are going to revisit one day the tunes of the housewives because we did that mm-hmm. episode two. <laughs> so, episode two. Yeah. A lot has changed. A lot has changed. Um, okay, and Brendan, who is our one true queen? We are going to give it to the bartender <laughs> from the Red Lion Inn, who when. <laughs> Phaedra and Brandy were having their moment where Brandy was telling Phaedra that Dorinda was only five years older than her. He was cracking (laughs) up like true fan through his mask, like trying to hold his life. Gasping for air. (laughs) Gasping for air through his mask. I'm like, how lucky are we that we had like a camera on him? Yeah, I mean, like a, a good a good person who I hope to hear more from in the future. I mean, they need to get him behind the bar at Watch What Happens Live. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! I hope that he serves us when we eventually go. True. I'm gonna text my people at Watch What Happens Live to put that bug in their ear. Put the bug in. Um, <laughs> wow! What what an episode this week. A lot of catching up to do. Um, but we did it, and we caught up even more over on the Patreon pre-show, so go check that out. Head on over to comethroughqueen.com for links to that. Social, this, that, boop-ba-doop-ba-doop. Like, comment, subscribe, 
heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.